Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the 11 p.m. Nightcap. Before we get started with the rest of the episode, I'm going to play a brief little advertisement here that uh, helps support me on the podcast. So we'll be right back. Thank you. Today in the 11 p.m. Nightcap, we're going to talk about a couple of shows, a couple of media things. Uh, that sort of came across the desk. But first off, let's make sure we get our drink. This is some re-oaked Evan Williams. Okay, now that we have that, here's to another week, another Monday. Cheers, everybody. Thank you so much for stopping by. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Crichton joined. Thank you. So, <clears throat> first things first, we had a uh, fellow on Twitter, um, Todd Spence. Um, he's uh, got a YouTube channel, Midnight Video, and they have a uh, video on there called The Third Eye Murders. And so I, I like this because it's uh, it's set up in the in the style of like a a true crime kind of uh, documentary found footage. And what I really like about this it's a it's a nice potent little video. The directing of it was was well done. Um, acting was well done. The set dressing that they used was really well done. They did a, he did a really nice job. Uh, the people that made it did a very good job at creating that atmosphere of suspense <clears throat> of you know coming in and investigating a crime scene. Now, I'm not going to say any spoilers, so I'm only going to just talk about the aspects of it that I really liked. But um, good job on the audio mix. Good job on the colors, on the filters. Um, it did give it that nice authentic feel that you were watching something that, you know, was back from say the sixties, seventies. Uh, so in that regard for, for it being, uh, an independently made short, I really enjoyed that. I think, uh, uh, that channel shows a lot of promise and I, I uh, hope they continue to make more of those films. <coughs> had, a had a nice ending to it was, uh, was just the. The perfect sort of uh, amount of time, uh, you know, I, I have always been a big fan of short stories, especially horror sh- uh, short stories, horror and science fiction. Um, as a matter of fact, those were always some of my favorite. And what I liked about them was that, you know, you can sow that seed of mystery and the unknown and terror, and you don't have to take 200 pages to do it. You don't have to take 100 pages to do it. You might be able to do it in two pages. And so here, you have the movie equivalent of that. Uh, I mean, this might sound like I'm just talking it up because I've I've got some ulterior motive. But honestly, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. And uh, it's the sort of thing I I wish there was a 
a better way to consolidate and curate that sort of content, you know, the, the stuff that really is good, um, to, to push it up and support it more than, than unfortunately just giving a like and a follow, uh, you know, which I did and, and, uh, giving a small review, but <clears throat> I know that stuff helps too. So once again, that's Todd Spence on Twitter. That's uh, Midnight Video on YouTube. Third Eye Murders is the name of the, of the video if you want to search for that. Uh, I'd check it out. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. I, I truly enjoyed it. So uh, cheers to you, man, and everyone who worked on that. Very enjoyable. Uh, so now we're going to switch gears a little bit, and we're going to move from horror number one to horror number two. And horror number two isn't necessarily horror. Uh, I've always been a fan of watching the show Naked and Afraid. Um, <laughs> without going into too much detail, the most recent episode, I feel so bad for the woman, this woman who starts the show. So her last challenge, a guy taps out in like 48 hours, which... I'm not going to comment on somebody deciding to tap out after 48 hours because um, story for another day, but I went on a an excursion once and had my fucking knees and shit fall apart and it was just, it was goddamn brutal. It was terrible. Um, so, hey, until you're there and you're walking in that person's shoes, I'm not going to judge. But in this case, the poor girl has her previous partner quit after like 48 hours. So, of course... Her new partner that she's on the show with. Now, this is after showing her. She's doing push-ups. She's trying to get herself in shape. She's really prepping for it. She's really working hard. Of course, the guy that she gets on there. Oh, you know, you know, I'm ready for this challenge too, and so on and so forth. Which immediately, if you're like me, watching and they see and watching this in the audience, you're like, oh, that guy's probably gonna tap after about two days. And he, she even says, you know, oh, my last guy tapped after two days, and, and he, uh, he's like, oh, two, 24 hours, 48 hours. Sure enough, not that this is that much of a spoiler, he taps in like 48 hours and leaves. <laughs> and this poor girl looks so fucking devastated. So horror aspect number one, you can see on this poor girl's face just this, well, shit, am I going to have to stay out here again, like, this whole entire stretch by myself? Uh, and then I, I'm sure she, in her head she's thinking, like, is it me? Like, fucking, am I cursed? What's the... So, anyway, it, it, the show goes on. And horror number two... I won't, I'm not going to finish the rest of this episode in case you haven't seen it. Because there is some stuff that happens at the end that's also very entertaining. This is a little, <coughs> here's a little bit of a spoiler, so if you don't want this spoiled, uh, I would suggest plugging your ears. But they set fire to a large area on accident. Um, <laughs> I mean, fire, like significant fire. Like, call the B Bulgarian police department on the sat phone because you're in danger of burning down the wilderness level fire like holy shit and again you can see on her face i mean and admittedly so you see that level of smoke and fire and they're like is that in the direction of our camp yeah that's the direction of our camp yeah you've set bulgaria on fire so 
the this poor girl, the look of terror on her face when they come when they go running over there, and you just see it as a fucking blaze. Um, shit, could you imagine that? Hey, uh, these two people burned down this huge area of natural forest, and boy, we 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 caught them on tape. What a couple of dopes. I, I always had a a fear of, and still even to this day, um, if you've never had fire get away from you, it is terrifying. Um, it is like having some animal or, or some sort of creature that you cannot control just go berserk. It is terrifying. Um, had a couple close calls with that uh, at, the, at this place property that we'd had up north. And uh, <clears throat> when I was doing backpacking and that sort of thing, like, you know, you go out there and it's, it, you know, the, the, the trip I was talking about where my knees hurt, they didn't allow fires over there at all. Like, if it wasn't, you know, if it wasn't specifically done by the guides in, like, some small little contained, I think, stove. Actually, I don't even know. They might have had to have used chemical heater packs. Because of the danger of setting that fucking place on fire. And um, I always thought, hey, you know, you go out into somewhere in the backwoods, you backpack up there. You're tired, you're hurt, you're weary. If a fire got away from you, what the fuck are you going to do? I mean, shit, the one area we had, we got this small bucket of water because it was so dry. Uh... That we were like, that's drinking water only. So no cleaning yourself, no washing yourself. And I was so sweaty and filthy and salt encrusted. Flies just would not leave me alone. Just incessantly bit by fucking flies. And uh, yeah, if if a fire had started, you'd have just been fucked. I mean, that would have just went wild. Uh, you didn't have anything to fight that. What are you going to do? Throw a shovel of dirt on it? I mean, that grass and everything would spread. I mean, you have to be very, very careful if you're going out and you're doing any sort of bushwhacking, backpacking, hiking, whatever the fuck you're doing. Watch the fire out there. Um, it is scary. It's terrifying when that when you think there's a mistake and that shit's gotten away from you. We had one where there was a, a, a mini grease fire that happened like that and we thought that was going to be a disaster. And that was literally like power of adrenaline smashing my hands into the fucking dirt and throwing handfuls of dirt on it. Everybody immediately just went, and you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe that fucking happened. Like, so I, I feel for this poor girl almost sets fucking Bulgaria on fire and, uh, <laughs> she's having a rough time out there. I, I, I wonder if she'll come back for a third, a third attempt at that. If I was her, I would say maybe, maybe you want to hang the microphone up after that one. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. What do I know? I know I like Todd Spence's Third Eye Murders Midnight Video on YouTube. Again, I'll pitch that one more time because it really was enjoyable. Sigurino, how is it going? Eh? Not bad. I 
I feel both good and also a little beat up today, if I'm honest. Um, it, uh, it, it was a little cold, but it was sunshiny. Got a little bit of motorcycle ride in, which was fun. Um, I got... I, I doubt she'll be back again after that. I, yeah, and if you watch the rest of the episode, that's not the end of it. There's there's more. I'm not going to spoil the end of it, but there is more to that. Um, I look, I'm a get back on that horse and ride kind of guy, right? Especially if you're like, hey, I tried it the first time. It didn't go so great, so let me learn and let me try again. I think after that one, maybe it's time to... Time to not. Um, but yeah, I uh, uh, got got this uh, giant ass yoga ball. I'm hoping to use to stretch my back out. I had to sit and use their, their this foot pump. I'm like, I'm gonna throw my back out using this fucking foot pump. So I'm using this little hand pump. I had to sit there for what felt like literally forever to blow that thing up. But um, excited about that. <clears throat> uh, I think tomorrow is going to be a relatively solid day for work, so I'm hoping to just put some music on and get that shit done. Um, I am, because I said I was going to, I am going to, after this video is over, I am going to go record part three of my Crystal Lake Lodge relaxation slash ASMR video. That doesn't necessarily, it's going to be, uh, doesn't mean it will be available tomorrow because I am going to want to mix in some uh, background ambience to that. Um, just clean it up a teeny tiny bit and make sure that that's uh, done right before I put it out there. But um, I, I'm a little excited about that. They're, they're, they're fun to me. And though it is a struggle... <laughs> my ultimate goal is to either, and you know, side offshoot, okay? The ASMR videos. When you go on YouTube and you search for them, and I get why, so I'm not stupid. I know why, but the majority of the ones that come up are typically the female-led ones with scant outfits and obvious pseudo-sexual undertones of ear licking and biting and weird sort of, I'm not even going to say weird, just you go on there and like that's fine. But again, as I've talked about before, I use them because I can't not hear stuff and hearing sounds in the background, especially when I'm trying to sleep, drives me nuts. If I try to listen to music, then I just listen to music and I don't go to sleep. If I try to listen to something that is necessarily just like a sound effect or whatever, I'll pick up the loop. I actually, we had this, I, I, we had a, a white noise machine, about as white noise machine at one point in time, and I could pick up the loop in the white noise. And of course then you're like, Okay, now I know what's going to be. I know when the loop's going to be. And again, then I now I can't sleep. I can't sleep, and it's all I can listen to. Drives me up the fucking wall. So I listen to the ones that are more or less... It, it's like listening to a background conversation where there isn't 
a lot of pertinent or critical information to pay attention to. So, there's one guy, there's this guy, I can't remember his name, but his channel is called The Power of Sound, and he does a really good job. And he has one where it's a used tool store. So, there, he's talking about stuff about, like, okay, well, yeah, well, here's, you know, here's this bit driver, so, you know, the bits are self-contained in this little plastic container. And, yeah, you, oh, yeah, you can you can try these out. So, and this, like, and, and it's, it's the most banal of banal conversation. And that's exactly what I'm looking for. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Now, perhaps some of the ASMR videos that I've done thus far, if you're into that and you are know what I'm talking about, are possibly ineffective because the horror ones that I've done, I thought they were funny. I've been told by people who liked them that they were funny. Especially when you pick up a lot of the horror references that are in there. Or... You really pay attention to it because you're trying to find all of the horror references that are in there. Especially the second video. The second video has a few real obscure ones in there. There I think was one person that, that, uh, listened, that I had listened to it on YouTube that I think picked out all of them. Though she might have missed one of them if I go back and recall. But it's the same thing with the, the one I did for the action villain. One, there's a lot of inside jokes and stuff in there. I couldn't help myself. I'm a little bit of a shithead wise-ass. You know, in that regard, I love the, the Spencer character from the Spencer novels because he's kind of a smart-ass like that. And I'm a little bit of a, a fucking wise-ass myself. Can't help it. Um, so I want to do this third Crystal Lake one, which is going to have the same sort of horror throwback humor to it. And I admit, there's a little bit of a... I want to push that out there because this week is going to be, I think, a big week for horror stuff. Everybody's going to be looking around online for horror stuff because of the last drive-in that comes on Friday, which I am endlessly excited about and can't wait for that. So um, I think that's going to be great this weekend. But uh, I want to get that one done, this last Crystal Lake Lodge one done. And who knows, maybe I'll go back to it someday, but... I'd like to try some other, uh, you know, some other videos that are a little more straight up in terms of being an, an ASMR in that regard created video. And um, I've also tried to do more of the horror narration ones as well. Uh, the Mr. Black video that I did, that particular author is going to write a second piece of that. Um, I have to say, for somebody who in this regard, basically played a performer role. Now, I didn't write that story. I just did the narration, uh, had a friend of mine compose the music. I kind of directed him on how I wanted the music to go, and I mixed the music together, made the loop for it, and did all the audio adjustments, blah, 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 blah. But basically, part, part of when I asked him if I could do it, you know, I said, hey, I'll, you know, I'll pay you for this if you want me to pay you for read the story. Like, you know, uh, I'll send links to whatever channels or accounts or whatever else you have if you want to. And all he wanted was a link to it when it was finished. So what I've struggled with all of my life, really, was you create content like that and... The feedback you get basically amounts to, yeah, man, it was good. 
Like, okay. I would almost rather you tell me that it was terrible and you tell me the specific reasons why it was terrible and that might sting and that might suck, but at least I have something to work for or go off of. You know, additionally, if you tell somebody something is good, make sure you try to include why you thought it was good and the aspects that you liked and enjoyed so they can focus on that or at least go, well, for the next thing I do, if I'm changing this stuff, at least I know I did that correctly and I want to make sure that I, you know, continue on with that. At least I, I have some groundwork of some things that I did well. You want to include that shit. What the fuck? And, like... Also, I understand not everyone out there is a movie critic or writer or this or that or the other. So I imagine in some cases, you know, if you're pressing for some, well, yeah, but exactly what did you like about it? Like, uh, was fun. So try not to get down on people like that. But unless you have more clout, you're not really going to get professional reviews by professional reviewers or whatever. Until you have a little bit of some elevation, you can get that feedback. So that's why, again, I'm going to repeat this a third time. I liked Todd Spence's Third Eye Murders, the video that was on YouTube. It's a short film. It's got a nice, quaint, crisp little story to it. It was shot well. The colors are perfect. It has a neat uh, appearance to it. It looks like it's from the period that it says it's from. Uh, it's got a nice spooky sort of ending to it, and uh, in that regard, I, I thought it was like the perfect length. It was a giant turkey. God, I could go for a giant turkey. My dinner was crap. The fucking worst chicken. Ugh. And then this broccoli, too. Usually I get this steamed vegetables, and they're great. This felt like a bag of steamed broccoli parts that they swept out of the fucking garbage can at the Golden Corral at the end of the Fat Freddy's fucking buffet line. Just terrible vegetables. It was a very disappointing dinner today. At least I have this. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, anyway, um, I got a little off track there. On the Mr. Black narration story, when I sent it to him, the uh, uh, comments that I got back, you know, he really enjoyed it. He thought I did a great job reading it. He uh, uh, didn't expect that I would put that much emotion into some of the reading. He loved the way the movie. So anyway, I actually got a nice review back and uh, about the best feedback and praise that I could get was, I'm thinking of writing a part two, and I would love to have you narrate that if if you you know if you want, um, you know that's and that's what I'm looking to do. I really just want to keep doing this and have fun with it, and if it turns into something great, because I would love to, even if I couldn't do it full time, to do it part time, I would just love that. I'd love I'd love some way to give back to or be involved in content creation and in that sort of I don't even want to say just the horror community, just creative communities in general. Um so <clears throat> that's my day. That's been what's on my mind and that's uh I think we'll probably go it's 11:26. We'll probably go another 10 minutes because 
Here's how I roll. I'm going to do Crystal Lake Lodge 3 ad lib. I'll probably do it in one take. That's not to brag, but it's when I do that stuff the best. I feel like when I prep and prepare and write too much down, uh, I spend too much time rethinking about the stuff I've written down. You know, it, it's like the... Uh, it's, it's like doing a lot of stuff. Sometimes just go and just let the flow just take you. Don't think about it too much. Just let it out. Um, the guy that did the music stuff for me, he's that way with a lot of his music. He's like, man, he's like, you know, when I, when I get going, I just, I just got to let it out. If I, if I think and try to compose too much, like he shoots himself in the foot and gets all discombobulated. So... Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go do that, and, uh, I have that set up in my closet, which is not the most, uh, comfortable thing in the world, being 6'2 and weighing 235 pounds to sit in a closet on a small-ass little chair, but I don't really have any other space to do that in where I don't get a massive echo. What horror films did I check out this weekend? What changed my mind? First watches, etc. Um, honestly, this weekend, I don't know if I watched a lot of horror this weekend. I think I actually watched more action and suspense than I watched anything. Um, uh, I watched this older. I watched this older movie. Um, I can't, what the fuck? I can't remember the fucking name of it. It was a Gene Hackman. It was a Gene Hackman um, kind of uh, suspense uh, suspense movie. And in it, um, I think it's called The Conversation. What I liked about it is it's old school. Like, I like old school. I don't want to call it, like, say it like tech. But in it, like, he's an audio technician, and he accidentally catches and records this conversation. And, um, I don't know, I, I liked it. I've always been a big fan of Gene Hackman, and uh, I thought that was a good, solid movie. I, I would say, if, if you put my feet to the fire and you said, Boy, the horror genre doesn't get a lot of attention, I, I would say, Bullshit. The thing that doesn't get attention in play anymore are cloak and dagger spy type shit. Almost all of it now is... <clears throat> I'm going to play this up. <clears throat> he was an assassin on his last mission. And after he retired, they decided he wasn't finished yet. All of them are like... Oh, they're an ex-assassin. They're all fucking ex-assassins brought in to assassin an assassin with more fucking assassining. Assassin, sass, 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 sass. Um, Gene Gackman. Dude, I love Gene Hackman, though. Um, apparently that dude was, you know, was something to work with. He was really professional, very strict. He was very, uh... I don't want to say like a real disciplinarian, but he, he didn't fuck around on set. He When he made his movies, he really wanted to make them. And he's in, uh, I'll say one of my favorite movies, Narrow Margin, because it's a sort of a cloak and dagger sort of a, a movie where it takes place on a train. 
I love trains. I've always been a big fan of trains. Um, and that's kind of a cool flick, but I, I like that old cloak and daggery sort of creeping around kind of shit. They, they didn't feel like they don't really do that much anymore. I think that's probably <coughs> partly due to the prevalence now of so much computer and satellite surveillance. Everything just turns into gadgetry wars rather than, you know, people creeping around and, you know, that old school sort of subterfuge kind of thing. Um, if you've never seen it, like Three Days of the Condor. So Three Days of the Condor, there's a scene where there's a, there's a fight in an apartment and it comes about really quickly the the fight is very raw and kind of dirty feeling. Um, another just cool movie. It's the kind of shit they don't make anymore. I love that stuff. Every now and then, I just get in a bent where, um, you know, spring for me. So I'll give you a, the, the last five, ten minutes here. So a disappointing thing. Here's the thing that's very disappointing to me. I usually, this would have been the eighth annual. I can't believe fucking eight years. I've been doing this for eight years. It almost doesn't even, that doesn't even seem real to, to me. Um, like the eighth annual Spring Into Action, Action Fest, that I hold usually at, well not usually, at my house... And that's always the last weekend in April. And it's from 9 in the morning, typically until 2 in the morning. Hark, who assassined there? Excuse me, Hark, sir, who's assassined there? But, like, action, action movies all day. Some of them cheesy, some of them badass, some new, some old. I give out prizes. One year, uh, everybody got a knife. Everybody that came to the show got a fucking knife. One year, uh, everybody got um, Mylar blankets and survival gear. Uh, one year, everybody got uh, multiple um, high-protein slash calorie bars. So, like, it, always it was on the, you know, this will help you stay alive to defeat the enemy. Oh, one year it was little flashlights. Everybody got a little flashlight. You know, this will help you see the enemy. This will help you cut the enemy. This will help you record the... Anyway, for a long time, every spring, I've done that. And I have uh, a whole bunch of people over. And we watch all that shit. And basically, it's a mini driving. So, I used to mostly do it in, like, my living room, whatever. And then I transitioned after I moved into doing my garage... And I got a giant projector screen, so I do it on a big projector. Here at this place, the basement, there's a wall in the basement that's perfect. So that's a 100-plus inch screen. So I have a big 100-plus inch screen down there with sound and everything. And everybody comes and drinks and foods and snacks and bullshit all day. And the spring one usually includes cigars and we'll grill stuff outside. We'll do an intermission outside. This year was going to have somebody bring uh, a NES Classic and we were going to have a Contra score tournament where the highest score 
you 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 pay five dollars, you get to be into the contra um, high score tournament, and then the grand the person who won was going to get a grand prize, and um, the thing we weren't we're not allowed to talk about on the eleven p.m. nightcap kind of ruined all that, and so today I made the official announcement that it's. Uh, it's postponed probably until I think it's May 9th. It's the second weekend in May. Um, if it doesn't happen, then it's probably just not going to happen. And, and I don't know, maybe that'll be the last one. Um, you know, I have a weird obsessive streak of like, well, yeah, but if I, if I don't do it this year, then moving forward, I can't say that it's annual because we missed a year. I know that's ridiculous, but when you're a man of perfection, that sort of shit matters. Um, Horror-wise, yeah, the last um, the last horror movie that I haven't seen a whole bunch of times that I watched was Daniel Isn't Real, which was kind of a shoulder shrug. Um, missed opportunity. They could have done that uh, way better than what it was. And then, uh, because uh, they were watching, because you guys were watching them uh, the other day, uh, I did watch uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Um, <clears throat> I really like that one. Uh, I mean, there's several of them that are good. There's a couple of them that are just kind of eh. But you get that, I think, with any long-running horror series. But I watched uh, watched a couple of those. They're always fun. I always liked Jason more than I liked Freddy. Um, but they're they're good. They're solid. Um, I wish there was a way to get more institutional horror characters like that. I feel like right now everybody's into the superhero shit. The horror stuff. I mean, it, it's weird because when a horror movie that drops, that that catches and grabs people, it seems to really take off and get a lot of acclaim, but a lot of them are character, uh, character shit like that. Yeah, the Daniel thing is just, it, it's a, especially if, to me, especially if you're horror or science fiction. You have liberties you can take with something to go off into fucking bonkers land. And people will accept that a little more because it is a horror movie. Now, like I talked about in the other one on the review, if it was me and I was doing that, I would have made it the opposite. I would have made it that the suave, what like the Daniel character actually would have been the real guy. The calm, peaceful guy would have been the alternate Horror villains greater than comic book superheroes. I agree. I agree with you, sir. Absolutely. Um, but you could have made that nutso. You could have made that totally, like, fucking crazy shit. And instead, I feel like they just kind of didn't know what they were doing. They had something that was cliche, and they had some little aspects of it that were... That were done all right but then it just kind of um <coughs> uh 
you know, what else is out there? The the other thing that I'm trying to do, so I'm I'm backlogged on my Fangoria episodes. I had so much shit to read that I got way behind. And um, I think I think later this week I'm gonna set some time and just do some reading and just go through more of them. Where I used to really like to read the Fangoria magazines too was I used to like to sit when I'd have a cigar, I'd go to the cigar lounge, and I would sit in there and read them in the afternoon, typically on a Sunday. But I got all fucking... F- they sort of wanted to attempt to reverse a cliche or something and didn't know how to pull it off. Yeah, I feel like... And then they got to the point where... When they got to that point and they said, we don't really know how to pull it off, they just kind of went, I, I don't know, let's just... We'll throw this thing in here and it just kind of... Not so great. And actually... I mean, they had the setup. They could have done a bunch of shit. They could have made it where it was like the mom the entire time or something, right? Or like, the mom doesn't exist or whatever. I don't know. Like, they they had things they could have played with. And instead, the way they took it, I feel like it was just dopey. Um, A squandered opportunity. If I had the backing and all the rest of the stuff to be able to make that movie... Uh, I think I would have done a better job. So, um, that being said, it's 1140. We're going to finish the rest of this glass here. And then we're going to call it a night because I'm going to go record that uh, other piece of audio in my closet. And then I'm going to chill out and watch uh, apparently the season finale. It's got to be the season finale. I think it's 10 episodes. How... How has it already been 10 weeks? I cannot believe this has already been fucking 10 weeks. Makes me want to lose my mind that it's been 10 weeks fucking already of Better Call Saul. The mom is imagining her son has this individual friend. Right. And it's really her. They, man, they could have... They, they, they had character. They had fucking stuff there. They could have done it. It could have been that none of them existed and it was the one weirdo chick, the hippie chick with her fucking cat bull painting and the library stuff. She's nuts. None of that actually happened and she made it up. They're all her imaginary friends. and She's totally batshit fucking psycho. Like the imaginary friend thing, the evil imaginary friend thing, every time I hear about that as a new movie, here's my, here's my initial reaction. I'll, I'll act it out. The new horror movie with the invisible imaginary friend that's come back. Here's my initial reaction. Oh, my imaginary friend, huh? Ooh. <laughs> right. Fight Club plus Don, Donnie Darko in a slash of, uh, in, a, in a couple of dashes of, uh, um, what's the guy that did fucking Mandy, which I love Mandy, but I'm talking no trash about Mandy, love that fucking movie, it's fucking just, that was one of those movies where like, I've never seen anything like this, it's just Fucking, what the fuck is this? I loved it. <laughs> I love weird shit like that, where... If you're gonna be weird, 
and you're going to be fucking out there, just do it. Don't half do it. Because then you just end up with... Uh, we're going to go in. Go all in. Whether that's poker, or sex, or drugs, or crime, or whatever it is. If you're fucking going to do it, and you're going to go in, go all in. Good night.